0: Welcome to the RCPS Community Partner Cafe. We're glad you're here. This podcast is for parents, community partners, and anyone interested in learning more about education, child development, and other topics related to Rockingham County Public Schools, Virginia. I am your host, Katie Lapira, Coordinator of Community Engagement, along with school social worker Donna Delisle. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the RCPS Community Partner Cafe. Today we're continuing our conversation with our school counselors and we're, today we're going to focus on our career coach counselors that we have in all four of our high schools. These positions are in partnership with a Blue Ridge Community College. Today we're joined by Liz Winston Dean and Jessica Baker and as always my co-host Donna Delisle.
1: Thanks Katie. I think I'd like to start with maybe Liz, could you tell us your title and your role and your work site, where you work from?
2: Great. Um, My name is Liz Wiston-Dean, and I am currently the career coach at Turner Ashby. I have been a career coach since 2007. I worked in Southwest Virginia prior to coming here, and I've been at TA since 2012.
1: Oh, wow. Wonderful. You have a lot of years of experience on there. Jessica, could you tell us a little bit about your role and where you work from?
3: Sure. My name is Jessica Baker, and I'm the career coach at East Rockingham High School. This is my third academic year as a career coach, and prior to being here, I've worked in a variety of higher education institutions.
1: Oh, perfect. Uh, I I think it's always exciting for us to learn about a new program that is uh, partnered with other community agencies or um, another school of of higher ed. And I'm just wondering if you all could talk a little bit about how the career coaching program developed this
2: partnership with Blue Ridge Community College. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and touch on that one. There have been career coaches in Virginia since 2005. So in the early days of the program, at the very beginning, there were 11 around the entire state. The community college I previously worked with, New River, had some of those first career coaches. The program has grown very much since then. Now there are 117 career coaches around the state working with 172 high schools. So it's really exploded. And in Rockingham County, we start, when I started at TA, we had part-time positions across the board. And now we have three full-time positions and one part-time position. So we have a career coach in every school in Rockingham. So we're pretty lucky, it sounds like, to have this program. There are many schools, many career coaches that are shared across multiple schools. And we used to have a couple of shared career coaches in Rockingham. And so to be able to have a designated coach in each school is really wonderful. It's pretty special. Uh, Jessica, could you talk a little bit about
1: the variety of services that the career coaching provides?
3: Sure. We, first and foremost, we work with all students within our high school. So you don't have to be a senior or getting ready to graduate. Um, We work with ninth through 12th graders and we can help with a lot of different things. So that can look like career exploration through assessments and just sort of sitting down and talking with students about what they like and dislike to guide them um, as they're exploring different careers. Um, We also help with applying to colleges and other kinds of post-secondary educational opportunities based on the student's plan. Um, so it really runs the full gamut from very, very early beginning to think about your future to, okay, we're getting ready to graduate. What are we going to do? Um, and helping them through through all those processes.
1: So Liz, can you give us an example maybe of a, of a student in sort of from their beginning of entering the program or receiving the services through following them through, uh, I guess, graduation?
2: Sure. In the early years, we're often doing things like career assessments. As Jessica mentioned, we have some career platforms that we use in order to um, just help the students get started with exploring. And then once they get keyed in on something of interest, we help them find whatever pathway it would take to get there. I think that's a really important point. Like we're not just we're not trying to get everybody to college. We're you know, we want for kids to be successful in the workforce. We have kids that go in the military, we have kids that go to Blue Ridge, as well as go to four-year institutions. So depending on what they're seeking career-wise, we help them find whatever pathway that's going to be. And then toward the end, their senior year, we might be working on college applications. I read a lot of college essays, but we also do resumes and interview skills with students that are headed to the workforce. We definitely work with both BRCC students and four-year students. We also, if it's appropriate for a student to go to tech school or if they are interested in some sort of workforce program, we help them with that as well.
1: Oh, wow. Very extensive, it sounds like. Jessica, could you talk a little bit about how a student would start their participation in the program with you? Sure. So I would say it
3: it may vary a little bit at each school. Um, Each of us is allowed to sort of do what our school, or what makes sense for our school and the students at our school. But um, our services are open to any student. So there isn't like a, you have to do this to apply and get in and all of that. We usually give class presentations towards the beginning of the year to introduce ourselves and what we can help do to help students. And then students can make appointments with us. They can drop by. Um, depending on the school, you know, there may be different ways to to set up time to meet with a career coach. But in general, any student is able to meet one-on-one with us. Um, we offer workshops throughout the school day where maybe there's a resume building workshop or This is how you start to fill out your college applications workshop. Um, So students can sign up to come to those as well. And we communicate a lot through email as well. So if a student maybe doesn't want to drop by, but has questions about this certain career path, communicating via email works as well. So there isn't a, you start here and and then we do this and then we do that. Um, It's very individual based on the student there may be students that we never see their whole four years, and there may be students we see all four years every week, mm-hmm. or just once, or just twice. So a lot of it depends on what the student is interested in doing
1: with us. So it's tailored to their needs, particular yes. needs. Jessica, a follow-up. Do you Can you talk about the um, success that you feel a student might have had because they were in this program? versus if they were not. Sure, I think one of the the
3: most influential things that we can do as career coaches is to listen to what a student says they want to do with their lives and then encouraging them to keep an open mind because yes, they may want to be a nurse and that's the thing that they've been dreaming of since they were a very small child. But understanding what it takes to become a nurse and maybe understanding, okay, maybe I don't want to do three or four years of school after high school. Um, Instead of just saying, oh, well, I guess I won't do my dream, listening to a career coach explain all the hundreds of other opportunities that they have within the medical field that maybe don't require That additional schooling that may be better suited for them and their desires and needs and wants. Um, Just sort of having someone to show them what kinds of opportunities they really have that maybe they hadn't thought of because they've been so focused on the one thing, um, but having them keep an open mind.
1: So Liz, you would say that for maybe in your experience, you can talk about how a student was able to make a a change in like what Jessica was saying and a change in their outlook on maybe what they wanted to do and how without your information, that might have been more frustrating for them, perhaps.
2: Students know what they know. They know what they see. And we do a lot with... Not only career awareness and helping them understand the variety of what's out there, but the steps it takes to get to each thing. And one of the things I heard a very long time ago when I first got started um, doing this type of work was from a speaker that was saying it's not the career coach's job to crush dreams. But then he also followed that up that sometimes the world will do it, though. And so what we do is give them sometimes a reality check. Like I'm, I have met with many students who are interested in something like engineering or they want to be go into nursing or some other healthcare area. But the engineering one is like, Oh, I don't, I don't see myself taking calculus if I'm in this math now, you know? So we just let them know, this is what you're going to, you can do it. Like, absolutely. You can do that thing, but here are the steps. You're this many maths behind and you, it's going to take you a little bit longer. And then sometimes it'll be like Jessica mentioned, a nursing student, and they don't think, they don't realize they have to have chemistry. You know, they're thinking of nursing as more of a caring profession, which of course it is, but they need their sciences. And so sometimes for a student like that, they might be much better off going to Bridgewater Retirement Community, working, getting their CNA through while, while they're at at that particular workplace, which will provide the training while they're being paid to work. And then maybe eventually they'll bridge to LPN and to RN and on up from there. So sometimes it's helping them take a a smaller chunk of what they're interested in. But then we also have, you know, figuring out what, what they're interested in. And they do have the one thing in front of them, but just kind of opening their eyes to the other things that are available as well and the routes to get there.
1: So you're really doing a lot of of sort of one-on-one helping students to be a little bit self-aware before they sort of transition out into
2: the work world or college world. And actually, that's one of my favorite parts about it because every student has something to offer the world right? And I think we in education can get so zoned in on like the smart ones need to go to college and this, you know, and it's just wrong. Like we need smart people to do all the things. And so I feel like one of the things we do that's pretty important is help them understand you can pursue what you want to do, what make, what brings you joy and not just what so-and-so is doing and, you know, something you think the the world expects of you. You know, I think one of the ways that starts is doing a career assessment when they're young when they're ninth or 10th grade. And everything that comes out of that is you're amazing and here's why. And then here are, here are the places that you might take those natural inclinations that you have.
1: So you two make it very exciting. It sounds like for that, those last couple years. So um, in their education, Jessica, I'd like to ask you what, you think parents can do to sort of be helpful in this process for their student, their child?
3: Sure. So, I'm a parent myself of several children at various stages. And I would say to parents that they should be encouraging of their student and what their students want and see for their own futures and, and not impress upon them what they think. Um, Their child should be doing, um, but then also allowing them to do the things that need to get done. A student who's getting ready to go into the workforce to get their first real job or getting ready to apply to colleges and go on for more education, the student needs to be able to do the steps themselves. As a parent, taking a step back and not doing the things for them um, is really helping the student. Um, They need to experience the, the obstacles and the struggles and a little bit of the stress that sometimes deadlines and talking to adults and, you know, calling people on the phone instead of texting, you know, the students need to really start to experience that. So they have a little bit of real world experience before they graduate and, and are off on their own.
1: So promoting
2: self-determination is one thing. Absolutely.
1: Liz, anything you want to add to that for our parents? I,
2: I would just echo that. You know, we think sometimes we as parents, and I'm a parent as well, we think, doing it for them is helping. And it's really not. And I have everything from young kids, 14, 15 year olds who hold down jobs. So I know there was a worker's permit that has a student portion, but they don't remember doing it. And the reason is their parent did it for them. And then the next step comes. And and then, you know, a few years later, they're applying to college and we'll have parents email and say, I can't find this part on the application. And the parents shouldn't be in the application. The parents should be there to answer questions, residency questions, things like that. Um, reading over essays is great, but not not um, contributing the content. You know, this student needs to do that themselves.
1: Can parents call either of you if they had questions to had questions that they wanted to pass information they wanted to pass on to their children? Absolutely.
3: Um parents are welcome to call us or email us or even um we've had parents come in and sit down and talk with us either with their student or not um maybe to give us a little bit of background or help in understanding, you know, what what the child is is thinking. It's nice to have some parent involvement as long as they are letting their student lead lead the decision making in the conversation. Um we're happy to have um, input from the parents as well.
2: yeah, as long as the parent is in the passenger seat, right? The student is the driver. And I'll sometimes have parents that will say, Look, so- and so is really struggling with this. Do you mind reaching out? Absolutely. We do that all the time. And that's helpful information for us to have. The other thing that i I feel like I don't think we've mentioned yet that we do a lot of is financial aid. Um, and a lot, that's a partnership, parents and students, the financial aid applications. And we do work with families on that as well. And a lot of that can be really intimidating for parents because they're giving over their tax information. And it feels like this really big, important government form, which it is, but we can help kind of demystify the process. So, um, I work with a lot of parents about financial aid as well.
1: That's great. So it sounds like parent and their child each have a role that they can play and Elaine, perhaps, that they each can stay in and, and on this journey together to at whatever their career or their um, educational uh, experience is going to be after high school. That's great. Well, I appreciate you all being here. I think this has been very helpful. Is there anything else?
2: I think the only thing is that we work very closely with counselors and teachers, and it takes the whole school building to make this happen. Teachers let us in their classrooms. Counselors, um, we collaborate with counselors on all of these processes, so just everybody's doing a lot, and we're we're maybe coordinating it, but um, we get a lot of support for student access through those other folks in the building.
0: Well, thank you, Liz and Jessica. This has been really great full of information that I can take both personally and professionally. I am grateful for the partnerships that we have with Blue Ridge Community College and the work that you do to serve our students and their families. And if people want to get back in touch with you, you can contact the schools directly and you can find all of our information on our website at rcps.net. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the RCPS Community Partner Cafe. If you would like to learn more about the information discussed on this podcast, visit us at www.rcps.net. If you have questions related to your own child, please contact their school directly. The information shared on this podcast does not substitute for advice directly related to your child. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, be sure to share.